Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the marshlands of central Florida, it's the Riley and Kimmy show. A heavy, ominous stillness falls over the swamp. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to this Sunday edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show. It's actually a funny episode. Yeah, well, because it's Sunday funnies. And we have our, well, resident from the comic strips right next to me. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. I am your host. Patrick Riley. Quite a good scene, isn't it? One man crazy, three very sane spectators. Yeah, sane, I, I think so. I have two fur kids behind me in the studio on their on their dog bed, and to my left is somebody, I, I'm looking at her hand, it says certified sane, so she is one of the sane ones, and that is Kimmy. I'm concerned you won't like her. She's different. Uh, in what way? In every way. Oh, she is different in every way. That's Kimmy. A strange woman who left her mark on all of us, who crossed her path. Don't cross her path. That's right. Don't cross her path. Don't do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that, especially uh, on a Sunday because, well, it's a comic strip funnies kind of Sunday with the Riley and Kimmy show. And I have my comic strip character here. Can't tell which one she is today. Hmm. Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. That's right, Kimmy. It is a happy Sunday. Sunday. beautiful day it is a sunday and we are now one week away from something very big that the riley and kimmy show is going to be part of on sunday right kimmy that's right just one week away january 28th the riley and kimmy show will be at somewhere we hope you will be at it's in central florida it's in orlando at a new location bigger and better borrowing from some who like to say huge yes it's going to be huge right Huge. I mean, huge, yes. It's going to be at the Florida Hotel. That's on out on Sand Lake Road, right next to the Florida Motel in Orlando, Florida. Very easy to find and get to. It is the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, and we hope to see you there. Celebrity artists and creators of comic books will be on hand. Tony Moore, co-creator of The Walking Dead, will be there, Kimmy. All right. He's also worked on Deadpool, Venom, and other things. Nick Bradshaw, artist of Wolverine and the X-Men and Guardians of the Galaxy, will be on hand. Ryan Stegman will be there as well. You might know him for, well, like Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, and Wolverine. The creators continue. Ryan Otley will be there, artist known for Invincible. Frank Thierry, writer, Harlequin, Wolverine, Deadpool, Batman. And we can't forget Billy Tushy, creator, artist. He's worked on so many things like Sergeant Rock. Also his own creation, She, and many other things. You can meet Billy, talk to him, and all the others at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. It is happening next Sunday. Can you believe that? I know. I can't wait. And one of the really cool things that the Orlando Toy and Comic Con has done is they've, well, opened the door to something that is definitely pop culture. And it's not just comic book based. They, they are they're really expanded is what the Orlando Toy and Comic Con has done with this new location. And give me an example they have a special guest, Free Play Florida. That's so cool. If you like vintage arcade games, 
This group is the group to see and to hang out with. Brian Jones, Brandon, and Marcy from Free Play Florida will be bringing some vintage arcade games. I mean, these are the, the real deal. These are the ones that you played many years ago in the arcades. Mm-hmm. The, the real, yeah. You can see photos of some of these right on our Facebook page. Recently, we were at the Free Play Florida convention in Orlando, and I have to say of a multiple-day convention that we were part of, this is the best that we've ever been at. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They know their video games, and they will talk video games with you. You'll be able to play for free. You heard right. Play for free with the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con in Free Play, Florida. That's coming Saturday, January 28th. Kimmy's actually uh, practicing this week on some vintage games because she's going to challenge me on something. I have no idea what it is. I did notice, though, that you are practicing on that Centipede game, Kimmy. Maybe. I don't know if Brian, Brandon, or Marcy will be bringing a Centipede game or not. Who knows what they'll bring? You can find out at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. It's also going to be a great opportunity to meet local artists and creators in the comic book industry. Many will be on hand, like Loco Duck, who will be there with his showcase of material. And, oh, let's see, John Crowther, creator of a cockroach comic book. I'm not making that up, am I? You are not. No, 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 no. You can talk to him about his creations. He has a couple of those that he'll be uh, talking about at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. And cool as heck, one of the best artists I've ever seen who can actually speed sketch really fast and good. You can uh-huh. actually tell what it is. I mean, he is he's a master at that. And he loves to do mashups. Other creators on hand, Jake Estrada. He'll be there and many others. Like to find out more, go to the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con.com to find out more. Advanced tickets are still available as far as we know as we record this. They are available at Famous Faces and Funnies in Melbourne. That's at the Space Coast location. Stop on by, meet Rick Shea and the rest of his fantastic staff. That's at Famous Faces and Funnies. And you can get tickets available in advance at Mike's Comics right across from the Florida Hotel on OBT. That's Orange Blossom Trail. Don't be left out. You will definitely want to check out this fun, fantastic event. Right, Kimmy? Oh, absolutely. Tell your friends about it. It's bigger. It's better. And it's happening in, well, as we record this, coming up less than a week now. Mm -hmm. And we want to see you there. Stop on by the Riley and Kimmy Show table, talk nerd with us, pop culture with us, and become part of an episode. We have links to the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con, Famous Faces and Funnies, Mike's Comics, and more, all on our website. Along with our website, we have easy ways to take the Riley and Kim show anywhere on planet Earth. We are proud to say we're part of iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, and you have an access point to all our archived episodes. They're all available right there for your listening pleasure or possible torture. And please follow the Riley and Kim show on social media and share the show with your friends. Help it grow. Where can you find all of those links we're talking about, Kimmy? Where are they? What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com They play nothing but rotten junk on that program. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play a game? That's the big question, Kimmy, on this Sunday. Shall we play a game? Shall we go back in time and test your brain cells with some pop culture trivia? What say you on this Sunday, Kimmy? Are you a funny person? Want to play? Okay. That's good to hear. I need to stress that the timeline has been adjusted. That means it's not running in chronological or linear order. Please help Kimmy out. Shout out answers to whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. And it could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. We are the Riley and Kimmy show. Kimmy, we're getting ready for that very first question for you. And it is in the world of magic.
was on this date, 1903, this magician, this illusionist, escapes from a police station in Amsterdam. Who is it? Houdini? You're correct. The year is 1942. This individual and his orchestra recorded this song, which would almost become a signature for him. Tell me who it is. The song is called One O'Clock Jump, Kimmy. Can you tell me who that is? Glenn Miller? No, it's not, but he would play around Glenn Miller. It is Count Basie and his orchestra. 1942, I believe they played in your hometown one time. I'm sure they did. They traveled that circuit because your hometown was actually on a circuit for the big bands and things like that. Mm. I know Duke Ellington did. Frank Sinatra played in your area. Back at one of those nice uh, vaudevillian theaters where which you grew up around. Mm-hmm. It was on his date, 1957. This singer appears on the Arthur Godfrey nighttime TV show, which was huge. Uh, the movie A Face in a Crowd, kind of a little bit based on Godfrey. He's referenced to in that movie. Well, this person performs Walking After Midnight. She has a distinct sound. Kimmy, tell me who it is. I go out walking after midnight Out in the moonlight Just like we used to I'm always walking after midnight searching for you. Can you tell me who that is? 1957. A few years later, she would pass away in a plane crash and she would have songs that would have crazy in the title and also pieces. Oh, um. Can you do it? Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Okay, pulling out and take a look at it. Yeah, I was pulling my tongue out to take a look at mine. Uh, Can you do that to yours? Pull it out, take a look. It's on that tip. Mm, Stick the tongue out. Let me see if it's there. Let me see. Wait a minute. Go ahead, stick it out. Mm. Yeah, I I see some words there, Kibby. I guess time travel's not working for you, the answers, right? Mm -mm. It's Patsy Cline, the year 1957. Staying in 1957, tell me this song. Well, tell me who recorded it. Here's your... Clue. It was recorded on this date, 1957. And who is that with school day, Kimmy? Chuck Berry. That's right, Chuck Berry, 1957. Staying in 1957, because a lot of things happening, especially musically and film-wise. Filming began on this person's second movie. Here's something from that movie. Tell me who it is. I will spend my life through Loving you Just loving you Winter, summer, springtime too. Loving You is the name of the song and actually the name of the movie. Can you tell me whose film that was? It, that began filming on this date, 1957. That's Elvis. That's correct. It's Elvis, 1957. Now, if you missed that one, somebody would have been mad at you. Mm. Yes, you would have been yelled at. I know. You would have been shouted at, Kimmy. Yep. Yes, you would have. The year is 1966. Kimmy, it is celebrity wedding time. Well, one's a celebrity that gets married with this with this this couple. One of the couple is actually a celebrity. Patricia Ann Boyd marries this Beatle, Kimmy. Who does she marry? The year is 1966. George Harrison? That's right. Now, who does she leave him for? She leaves him... Eh, pretty pretty quickly, not that quick, but she goes for somebody else who is a pop star and rock star. Mm, Eric Clapton? You are right. Very good. The year is 1970. ABC presents in prime time this person's TV show. Now, they are a country star, and they 
are starting to chart also into some pop stuff as well and would eventually act. Tell me whose show it is. The year is 1970. Here he is performing on his show. God gave me that girl to lean on. Then he put me on my own. Heaven help me be a man and have the strength to stand alone. I don't like it, but I guess things happen that way. Who is that? The year is 1970. Johnny Cash. That's right. Have you ever seen the Johnny Cash show, the TV show? I have not. I, you, you were too young. or Matter of fact, you weren't even on planet Earth when it aired for a period of time. I don't even know if anybody in your household would have watched the Johnny Cash show. Do you think anybody would have? Oh, um, possibly. Okay. The year is 1971. Impossible TV question for you, Kimmy. This show premieres on ABC TV. It originally aired January, this date, 1971 to January of 1973. Tell me the name of the show, if you can. Hannibal Hayes and Kid Curry, the two most successful outlaws in the history of the West. And in all the trains and banks they robbed, they never shot anyone. This made our two latter-day Robin Hoods very popular with everyone but the railroads and the banks. Westerns were, well, almost completely gone from television at this time period. Can you tell me the name of the TV show? I don't know. Alias Smith and Jones, starring Pete Duell and Ben Murphy. That's right, Alias Smith and Jones. They run that maybe on Antenna TV or Get TV or one of the other retro channels from time to time. Not many episodes, so it didn't really run in syndication years ago. The year is 1973. This movie star does an episode of a certain TV show. Identify the TV show, Kimmy. MASH. That's right. When he appears on MASH, actually, he's kind of faded a little bit. He would come back in just a few years, back in films. Be extremely popular. Tell me who it is. Can you fly this plane and land it? I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Can you tell me who that is? Who appeared on MASH 1973 on this date? Oh, boy. That's Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, you got it right. The year is 1977. The President of the United States pardons almost all Vietnam War draft evaders. Who is the President? The year 1977. Gerald Ford? 1977. It's... Jimmy Carter. The year 1979, this, this planet becomes the outermost planet because Pluto moves closer to us. It does that every now and then. Can you tell me what planet became the furthest out? Neptune. Yes, you're right. Now, you notice we mentioned Pluto as a planet because we consider that a planet mm -hmm. on the Riley and Kimmy show, right? Mm -hmm. It's a planet. Mm -hmm. Years 1984, this Singer dies at the age of 49 after being in a coma for eight years. Tell me who it is. My heart is fine, fine. Can you tell me who that is? I don't think I can. The song The Night Shift by the Commodores is about Marvin Gaye and him. Can you tell me who it is? No. They sing about Jackie Wilson. That's who passed away on the state in 1984. Oh. Staying in 1984, staying in the world of music, this band's debut album was released in the United States. It's under their name. They have a couple of singles that break the Hot 100. Their highest charting off that album is number 39 on the Billboard Hot 100. Tell me who it is. Who had that album out on this date? Oh, 
Can you tell me who it is, Kimmy? Um, bon Jovi? Is that with a question mark? Yeah. Yes, it is. It's Bon Jovi. I, I won't even... I I guess I got to. Do you have any Bon Jovi on vinyl? Mm-mm. Okay. Moving to 1984, Kimmy. This person won a championship. It is Scott Hamilton. What sport did he win a championship in? Figure skating. That's right. Male figure skating, 1984. The year is 1987. This blues performer is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tell me who it is. The thrill is gone, baby. The thrill is gone away. You know you've done me wrong, baby. And you'll be sorry someday. Who is it, Kimmy? I don't know. Oh, Kimmy, he used to play a guitar by the name of Lucille. He had restaurants. Had one in Orlando. No. Still drawing a blank, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. B.B. King. Mm. The year is 1987. We're staying there. Can't escape. Staying in music. This person was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She was the first woman to be inducted. Before I play an audio clue, who would that be? Just off the top of your head, 1987. The first female inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Without an audio clue, who do you think it might be? Wow. Janis Joplin? Interesting. This is who it is. Tell me who it is. Yes, you believe the world. Who is it, Kimmy? Aretha Franklin. Yes, 1987, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Give me the year. Within two years, MTV's Unplugged makes its debut, Kimmy. Um, 1985? It's 1990. It happens. Now, this is who they make a debut with, but they're not unplugged. We thought it would make it easier for you. This is the studio version. This isn't the Unplugged version. Tell me, who was on that uh, first episode of Unplugged? Tempted by the fruit of another Tempted but the truth is discovered What's been going on Now that you have gone Can you tell me who that is? Squeeze. That's exactly right, Kimmy. was on this date, 1994, a jury in Virginia acquits this person by reason of temporary insanity of maliciously wounding her husband. Tell me who she is with this clue. She severed a certain body part in the lower extremities, Kimmy, mm. where the sun don't shine. Can you tell me her name? I can't. His first name was John. Does that help? Because uh, they were part of news headlines for a period of time. But a Fuco? No. No. Uh, no I understand no. why you're doing that. Uh, I'll give you her first name. See if you can give me the last name. It's Lorena. No. Bobbitt. Mm. Remember that? Yeah, kind of. Kinda. Okay. The year is 1998. A former White House intern said on tape that she had an affair with the President of the United States. Who is the intern? Who is the president? Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. That's that's right. <music> Celebrity and notable birthdays. Give me this person born 1922. Died 1994 at the age of 72. He was in films, also TV shows. He was in a classy Twilight Zone episode. But he had his own TV show. His own hit TV show on CBS TV. See if you can identify the TV show. Can you identify that TV show, Kimmy? Barnaby Jones? Oh, no, it's not Barnaby Jones. 
Here is one clue for you. I thought you would actually get it. Um, no, it's not Barnaby Jones. It is a cop show, a detective show, CBS TV. Police story? No, no, that's NBC, Kimmy. Oh. This individual would also record some songs. They did not chart the top 40, but he recorded some material. He did covers of songs. See if you can identify who it is with his voice. If a picture paints a thousand words... Then why can't I paint you? The words will never show. The you I've come to know. And if a face could launch a thousand ships, then where am I to go? Gamey, can you identify who that is? Telly Savalas? That's Telly Savalas. Now, what's the TV show? Kojak. <laughs> yeah, Kojak. That's amazing. You were able to identify from that song. By the way, do you like that song? Uh, His version? No. Oh, that's too bad. You now have that on MP3. Gimme, it's, it's ready for you. Next individual born on this date, 1938, died 1995 at the age of 57. He appeared in a classic 1973 film, Kimmy, as himself. Tell me who it is. Wait a minute. Have a popsicle. Have a pop. No. Huh? No, thanks. Sit down a minute. It's early in the morning. Yeah. And the places he talks about that he's been, the things he's seen, there's a great big beautiful world out there. And here I sit, sucking on popsicles. I tell you what. If I can possibly do it tonight... I'll try to relay this dedication in and get it on the air for you later on. 1973 classic movie by uh, George Lucas. Can you tell me who that is there? Um, that is Wolfman Jack. That's right, Wolfman Jack. One of the best. I think that's my favorite scene, actually. Mm. Maybe because of you know the radio thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I love that scene. That's American Graffiti. Wolfman Jack, born on this date, 1938. Now. Some songs were actually done about the Wolfman. There was a big hit, 1974, for him. A tribute. Tell me who did the tribute to the Wolfman. It's called Clap for the Wolfman. Clap for the Wolfman. He gon' rate your record high. Yes, gracious. Clap for the Wolfman. You gon' dig him till the day you die. Yes, the Wolfman actually lent his voice to that song. Can you tell me who had the hit? The Guess Who? That's Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. I don't know how you did that, but you're right. The Guess Who. Kind of sounded like them. Well, very hmm. good. Moving somewhere else on the timeline, tell me why this person is on the famous celebrity list, Jack Nicholas, having a birthday today. He was a professional golfer. That's right. He is widely regarded as the greatest golfer of all time. How old is he today within five years? Um, 90? He is 78 today. Next individual, recording artist, actor, television personality. Tell me who it is. He had well, a couple of hits in the 1970s that crossed over from country to top 40. Can you tell me who that is? Mm, no. Whoa. Guess we have to go to clue number two. I'm kind of amazed because that was a number one pop hit, Kimmy, in 1972. Number 26 on the country charts. Next one did not chart country-wise, but was number 11 on the pop charts. Tell me who's having a birthday today. She's one Yeah, I sing that to Kimmy all the time. Now, Kimmy, can you tell me who that is? Who's having a birthday today? Who is 76 years old today? Now, that song I've never heard. Really? Mm. Now, I heard that one a lot. Now, can you tell me who it is? I can't. That's Mac Davis having a birthday today. He is 76. 
I'm sure some older relatives of yours watch the Mac Davis show on TV. Mm, probably. Yes. Okay, next individual, born on this date, 1942, died 2003 at the age of 61, had a number one hit, 1970. Tell me who it is. Can you tell me who that is? War was his hit. Bruce Springsteen would cover it a number of years later, but he had it as a hit. 1970, number one. Who? Who is it? I'm not sure. That's Edwin Starr, born on this date, 1942. Next person celebrating a birthday today. Kimmy, tell me who it is. Five year plus or minus for age. Had a number one hit in 1984. She Can you tell me who that is? Billy Ocean. That's right. And that number one hit was? Caribbean Queen. That's right. You know, some actually think that that was a, well, not sample, but maybe a well, a song that was influenced by Billy Jean. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was a little controversy back when that song first came out. Like, hmm. that sounds too much like Billy Jean. I, you know, I played them back to back. They, they would mix quite well for club stuff, but... I, 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tell me how old Billy Ocean is today. Um, 67. You get it? He's 68 today. Tell me why this person's on the famous list. Robbie Benson. He was an actor-singer? Uh, we'll accept that. He was an American actor, voice actor, and I think was in a lot of like Teen Beat things for in Tiger Beat, Teen Beat, Teen, whatever those mm-hmm. magazines were. Celebrating his 62nd birthday, he was also the voice of the Beast in the Disney animated Beauty and the Beast, and several of its spinoffs. And by the way, he also directed several episodes of the sitcom Friends. Next individual, tell me who she is with these clues and how old she is within five years. She's known for her roles in The Fly. She was the love interest in 1986. She was in Beetlejuice in 88, Thelma and Louise 91, The League of Their Own in 1992. Can you tell me who it is? Gina Davis. That's right. How old is Gina Davis today within five years? Uh, 52. She is 62 today. Next person, Kimmy, is a member of a girl group. Tell me the group she is part of. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Don't tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really want to take a Tell me who that, well, the group that she's part of. Spice Girls. Yes, and tell me her nickname, the birthday person's Birth name is Emma, Emma Bunton. Baby Spice. <laughs> That's right. Baby Spice is having a birthday. How old is Baby Spice today within five years? Oh, 40? Baby Spice is 42. I see dead people. Notable deaths on this date. Famous people who passed away. The year is 1950. This person dies in London at the age of 46. An author, Kimmy. He wrote Animal Farm. And 1984, who is it? George Orwell. That's right, Kimmy. And have you read Animal Farm or 1984? Mm-hmm. Okay, the year is 1959. This American filmmaker dies at the age of 77. Tell me who it is. Here's your audio clue. Ladies and gentlemen, young and old, this may seem an unusual procedure, speaking to you before the picture begins. But we have an unusual subject, the story of the birth of freedom, the story of Moses. As he many was of you the know, director of the Ten Commandments. Can you tell me who it is? Here's your other clue, Kimmy. He also appeared on camera in a movie that I think you do know quite well. Here's your clue. Tell me the movie, too. Who is this? No, but I... I must apologize for not calling you. You'd better. I'm very angry. Well, you see, I'm, I'm terribly busy. That's no excuse. You read the script, of course? Yes, I did. And you could have picked up the telephone yourself instead of leaving it to one of your assistants. Hmm? What assistant? Now, don't play innocent. Somebody named uh, Gordon Cole. Gordon Cole? And if you hadn't been pretty darn interested in that script, he wouldn't have tried to get me on the telephone ten times. 
Can you tell me the movie, Kimmy? Oh, that's Sunset Boulevard. Yes, he was in Sunset Boulevard, referred to in Sunset Boulevard in more than one occasion. And he directed the Ten Commandments not once, but twice. He did it silent and then did it with sound. Can you tell me who it is? Cecil B. DeMille. It's Cecil B. DeMille. You're exactly right. Passed away on this date, 1959. The year is 1967, and Sheridan passes away at the age of 51. Do you know what she is famous for? Mm, no. She was an American actress, did a ton of old-time radio and golden age of cinema and television work as well. The year is 1997. The manager for Elvis Presley for many years dies at the age of 87. What is his name? Oh, I can't think of it. Colonel. Can you do it? Colonel. Not Sanders. Colonel. Not Colonel Potter. You're close, though. Colonel. I can't. Colonel Tom Parker. The year is 1998. This actor passes away. He's famous for this TV show. Can you tell me the TV show? Hawaii Five-O. That's correct. Famous for Hawaii Five-O. Tell me who passed away 1998. Daniel, take him out of here. Book him. Murder one. No, he's with me. Murder one, seven counts. I've got you, Johnny. With a lock on it. Book him, Dano. That plane leaves in 15 minutes. You've got your ticket. Be on it. And tell your friends in Detroit the deal is off. Permanently. Maybe he was the lucky one. His troubles are over. Book him, Dano. Murder one, two counts. Who is it? He passed away in 1998. Jack Lord. That's correct, Kimmy. I think you did a fantastic job being a Sunday. I think you did a fantastic job today with trivia. Uh, thank you. We're going to go back in time in just a moment and honor something we talked about on trivia. And we're going to do that with something that is Sunday funny based with the golden age of radio. Attention comic book fans, toy collectors, lovers of pop culture, and cosplayers. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is happening Sunday, January 28th. It's bigger and better in a new location. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is being held at the beautiful and spacious Florida Hotel and Conference Center, 1500 Sand Lake Road, Orlando, Florida. Attention zombie fans, meet Tony Moore, the co-creator of The Walking Dead. Get your photo taken with one of the world's leading cosplayers, Cecil Grimes, impersonator of Rick Grimes of the hit TV show, The Walking Dead. This is your chance to meet Nick Bradshaw, artist on Guardians of the Galaxy, Wolverine, and the X-Men. Artist Ryan Stegman of Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, Wolverine fame. Artist Billy Cushy, the creator of the comic book, She. Artist Ryan Otley, best known for Image Comics, Invincible. Frank Thierry, writer of DC and Marvel Comics and the video game Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds. Discover why many consider the Orlando Toy and Comic Con the best one-day comic book toy show in America. Visit Orlando Toy and Comic Con's Facebook page for locations of advanced tickets and the website orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. Share with all your friends Sunday, January 28th. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con at a new location, bigger and better, with many new vendors bringing tons of comic books, toys, pop vinyls, collectibles, and more. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. It's worth the drive. It's worth the flight. January 28th, the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con. Don't miss it. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Radio Watch News. Radio Someone Still Love You. And that's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Just moments ago, we spoke about actor Anne Sheridan passing away on this date in 1967. We have an excellent example of her work. One is, well, where she teamed up with somebody that's, well, perfect for Sunday funnies. We have an episode titled Love is in the News from 1943. It's Ann Sheridan with Jack Benny. This is perfect for Sunday funnies, right, Kimmy? Uh-huh. Yeah, Jack Benny and Ann Sheridan together. Let's go back in time with our tribute. Kicking it off, here's Ann Sheridan on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Steve Layton had...
had two pet peeves. His managing editor, Marty Canavan, and the nobility-conscious heiress, Tony Gateson. As our story begins, Steve has just been fired from his job on the Daily Express and has gone to a nearby restaurant where he is playing the pinball machine and concentrating on hating Marty Canavan. Well, Stevie, my boy, I thought I'd find you here. Stevie, I've changed my mind about firing Away, you. Canavan, you're ruining my pinball game. Now, Stevie, is there any way to talk? After all, I gave you your first job. I watched you develop into the best young reporter in this town. And believe me, Stevie, I'm proud of you. Yeah? Well, we've had some great times together, haven't we? <laughs> Remember the time I dressed you up as a chambermaid and you stole the papers out of Senator Randolph's room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old pot belly walked in on me and tried to get me to go dancing with him. Yeah. <laughs> And he couldn't even rumba, you remember? <laughs> and the time I sent you out to trail old Judge Pinkham? Yeah. <laughs> I found him in a taxi with a blonde. Yeah! <laughs> she turned out to be your wife. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My third wife. What was her name again? Shapiro. Maureen Shapiro. <laughs> Oh, Stevie, I knew that once we got together, you'd, we'd see how silly we were to quarrel. Why, Stevie, we're like Damon and Pythias. Ro Romeo and Juliet. Anthony and Kirkpatra. Yeah, Bromo and Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, look, you'll come back in the paper, won't you, Steve? I, of course I will, Marty. I knew you would, Stevie. You should live so long at Mayo Brothers. <laughs> oh, now, wait, Steve, I need... Yeah, I figured that out. I wouldn't work for you, Canavan, if you Steve, were the... Tony Gateson arrived in town today. Tony Gateson? The tin can heiress? I thought that would bring out the fire horse in you. Stevie, she's on a plane right now, about 15 minutes out. Have the other papers got it? Nope. I got a hot flash from the Cleveland airport. Steve, you've got to find out whether she's ditched the count she was engaged to. Yeah. If I play my cards right, I can scoop every sheet in town. You can beat the other reporters at the airport easily. From then on, you're on your own. Oh, boy, the tin can heiress and the count. What a story. Canavan, you just hired yourself a reporter. Good boy. Get going. Just a second. I think this pinball machine is going to pay off. <laughs> oh, well, you can't win all the time. Right on time, right on time. Excellent work, pilot. Have a nice trip? Yes, sir. No trouble at all. Fine. Are you Miss Gateson, young lady? No. I'm Tony Gateson. Well, Miss Gateson. Say, did I want to ever tell you that you look like Ann Sheridan? No, two or three of the Warner Brothers. Hmm. <laughs> and I thought it was my idea. That's besides the point, though. I came here to warn you that there's a bunch of reporters waiting outside for you. Oh, dear. I thought I might lose them this time. You can. That's why I'm here. The airline asked me to see that you weren't inconvenienced. Well, I really can't thank you enough, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh... Uh, Hammerschlager. Hammerschlager? Yes, my father was Spanish. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Now, I know how you feel about these smart aleck reporters, Miss Gateson. They're always annoying our passengers. Your company is very thoughtful. Will you have a uh, cigarette, Mr. Hammerschlager? Thank you, thank you. A light? No, 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 no. I'm going to put the cigarette in my hope chest as a souvenir of a real live countess. If that's what you're saving it for, have a light. Oh, I see. You mean the no-count count took the count? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's news. No wonder you're so anxious to escape reporters. All I ask is a few days to get as much distance as possible between me and His Highness. After that, they can print what they please. But they'll say you're going looking for another count. No, thanks, mister. Never again. When those phony counts look at me, all they can see is money. What? When they look at you, all they can see is money? That's all. Hmm. Four F eyes. <laughs> anyway, the next man who slips a ring on this finger will have to be a good American title like plumber or bricklayer, motorman or anything but a reporter. You don't like reporters, eh? Why should I? Listen to this clipping. Tony Gateson buys a self-account. Ten Can County says American men are bores. An exclusive interview by Steve Layton. Steve Layton, eh? Yes, Steve Layton, gentleman of the press. 
He must have the mind of a moron. Oh, I wouldn't say that. He probably wears a toupee. Well, only on cold nights. <laughs> say, how do you know so much about Steve Layton? Well, I don't really. I just see him around the YWCA a lot, you know? <laughs> oh, is that so? I'm beginning to wonder about you, Mr. Rutherford. Wonder about me? Uh-oh, look out there on the field. Who are all those men? Oh, they must be reporters. Yeah, the same thing that occurred to me. Well, you won't need me anymore, Miss Gateson. I have a phone call to make. So long. Hey, there she is now. Coming through. Let me out, please. Gangway there. Hey, stop Steve, somebody. Stop him. Oh, it's too late now. Well, what did Mr. Hammerschlager do? Mr. Hammerschlager? Lady, you were talking with Steve Layton. Oh, yeah. Steve Layton? Well, he said he was sent by the airlines to... Ah, that's Steve, all right. Now, how about a statement for the rest of the press, Miss Gateson? Why, yes. Yes, I'll make a statement. Oh, good. Oh, quiet. Quiet. oh no, quiet. Quiet, please, boys. Ready? Take this down, please. Miss Antoinette Gateson, Tony to you boys, takes pleasure in announcing her engagement to Mr. Stephen Layton of the New York Express. What? Yes. And as a little engagement gift, I'm settling a million dollars on Stevekins. Steve, you're a, you're murder. Solid murder. What a story. Oh, it's nothing any white-blooded American boy couldn't do. Wait till Tony Gateson finds out you're a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Will she burn? Here you are, boss. Today's Chronicle Globe and Dispatch. Oh, thanks, boy. Now, let's see what the Globe thinks is news, Steve. Tony Gateson to... <sighs> Marty, what is it? Let me see that paper. Give me that paper, Marty. Tony Gateson. Tony Gateson to marry a reporter. Steve Layton gets tin can heiress and a million dollars. Steve Layton? Hey, she can't do this. It's a plot. Give me the other papers, quick. Reporter lands heiress, gets one million... Marty, I've been framed. Marty, Marty, say something to me. Steve, this is a funny business, isn't it? The biggest news break in months happens to someone on my own staff. And every paper in town scoops me. I know, Marty, but gee, I couldn't do it. But anything. that's the way it goes, I guess. Yeah. I'm sorry, Marty. Sure. I'm sorry, too, old kid. Now get out of here. You're fired. Marty, wait. This is a fake. I'll make her eat this story. Ow! You're finished. You'll never make another dime in this town on the newspaper. Get out. Marty! Well, you feel that way. Uh, Mr. Layton? <laughs> yeah? I just read the news. Congratulations. Thanks, pal. I represent the Wilson Marine and Launch Corporation. Would you be interested in buying a yacht? No, I wouldn't be interested in buying a yacht. Well, uh, uh, how about a nice pair of water wings? Well, maybe I could use a pair of water wings. I'm thinking of drowning myself. The hard way. Uh, Mr. Layton? I'm from Henderson Motors. Uh, we happen to have a very fine Packard in stock, and I'd fall... Go that. away, will you? Right downstairs at the curb, Mr. Layton. Just drive it yourself and see what a bargain it is. I have the keys with me. I can drive it myself? Oh, you bet. And give me the keys. I, I think I'll take a little trip out to the Gateson estate. <laughs> to see your sweetie? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> give her a kiss for me. Oh, I will. Just before I saw her in half. <laughs> Officer. Yes? Can you tell me how to get to the Gateson estate? Yeah. Just as soon as I finish with the dame in this car. Okay. Why, it's you, Stevekin. Tony Gateson. So the law finally caught up with you, huh? Hello, Stevekin. Have you seen the papers? Yeah. Uh, what else is new? Okay, okay, wise guy. Uh, your paper got looped, didn't it? That's scoop. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Break it up, break it up. I ain't got all day. What'd you do, officer? 85 miles an hour on a county highway. Failure to stop at a red light. Passing four cars on the wrong side of the road. Failure to stop for an officer of the law. And reckless driving. Is that all? I also smuggle a little dope. 
Well, well, won't this make a tasty tidbit for the late edition? Really, Miss Gateson, I simply must leap into my little packet and scurry off the telephone. I really must. Goodbye. Where did you get a packet? Oh, there are ways for a smart young man to get a packet. Ta-ta, my sweet. Officer, ask to see this man's registration. That looks like a stolen car to me. What? Hey, is that your car, bud? Well, no. All right, where did you get it? Well, I, I borrowed it. That's what he says. If you ask me, this character looks very much like Gearshift uh, Hammerschlager, the well-known car thief. Why, that's ridiculous, officer. <laughs> I couldn't steal a car if I wanted to. Oh? Uh, why not? I've only got an A card. <laughs> well, now you've got an S card, a summons. <laughs> So ends Act One of Love is News, starring James Gleason, Anne Sheridan, and Jack Benny. And now the curtain rises on the second act of Love is News, starring Jack Benny as Steve Layton, Anne Sheridan as Tony Gateson and James Gleason as Marty Canavan. Steve and Tony are in the small-town courtroom waiting for the judge to decide their cases. All right, court is now in session. Well, young woman, <clears throat> reckon I better collect a fine from you. How much money have you got, huh? But, Judge, can't you wait until my lawyer gets here? No, no, I let you call him, but I ain't waiting. I run an honest court, and I don't like lawyers around. Honest, hmm. We make two ten-cent phone calls and you charge the dollar. Not that I mind the money. The eighty but... cents was for tax. What kind of tax is that? Well, I ain't got a name for it yet, but it'll come to me. You're wasting your time, Judge. You belong in Washington. All right, all right. Let's get along with the fining. I got a date this afternoon. I'm going catfishing. Catfishing? <laughs> Do people actually try to catch those silly things? You're feeling pretty chipper there, ain't you, bub? Why not? Henderson Motors told you I had permission to drive that Packard. I'm in the clear. Uh, I reckon that's right. Young woman, how big a fine can you afford? Just let yourself go, Judge. I'll write a check. <laughs> not in this court you won't, huh? One speeder we caught gave me a check on a bank, and it turned out he never had no account there. Who was that scoundrel? Signed himself Julius Caesar. <laughs> uh, got $25, young woman? $25? Yes. Judge, that's an insult. Miss Gateson is one of America's richest heiresses. Oh, she is, huh? Make it $50. Sweet of you to help me, Stevie. Well, you wouldn't expect me to desert my fiancé. You can't shove this girl around, Your Honor. Her father's a big man. Oh. Controls a dozen banks, half a dozen railroad companies. Has a half interest in an iron claw machine. <laughs> an iron claw machine, huh? Make it $100. If he hears about this, he could make plenty of trouble for you. He's so influential, even his butcher speaks to him. Oh. <laughs> well, now you got me scared. Young woman, I ain't gonna find you a single lead cent. That's red cent. Ain't you seen them new pennies, sonny? <laughs> well, it's certainly sweet of you not to find me, Judge. Yes, isn't it? Instead, I'm gonna throw you in jail for 30 days. Well, well, how do you like that, Miss Gates? Hey, Homer... Yep, Judge. Put this young woman in cell 13. Oh, you love that. It's the cell with a view. Really? A view of what? Cell 14. <laughs> but, Judge, we're reserving cell 13 for 88 keys. Well, don't worry about him. <laughs> you know, he's still giving the farmer's daughter music lessons. Well, okay, Judge. And look, put this young fella in the cell next to her. Hey, wait a minute. I haven't done anything. What are you putting me in jail for? For laughing at catfish. Now get going. Go on. Are you there, Stevie? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Now, oh, this is such a charming old jail. It reminds me of an 18th century uh, castle, especially the plumbing. Well, there's one consolation. What's that? 
They love me in St. Joe. Oh, Stevekins. What, Tonykins? You know, the biggest reason I like it here is because I'm with the man I love. You and me, kid. You and me. Can't you just see the headlines in the papers? Stevekins goes to jail to be near his Tonykins. Well, at least you can't do that to me, not when you're safe in a cell. Aren't you forgetting that the judge let me out for a little while? But you said... I mean, you told the judge. I know, darling, and I did powder my nose. But I also phoned the newspapers. Why, you... All but the Express. Your paper's been drooped again, dear. That's scoop. Oh. <laughs> All the low down. I'll get you for this, you Morgenthau bait. Uh... I'll tear this cell apart. I'll chew my way through the wall brick by brick. What's all the fuss? What's going on here? Judge, did you ever meet a murderer? No, can't say as I did. Well, put me in that cell with her, then come back in ten minutes and shake hands. <laughs> Young fella, this is a respectable jailhouse. Uh, suppose I did put you in there with her. How do I know you'd murder her? Judge, you think of everything. Then I'll be dogged if I ain't glad one of you's getting out of here. Now, who's getting out? She is. Lawyer just showed up with one of them habeas corpses. All right, now get along now. <laughs> Swell. Now I'm beginning to like it here. Judge, how much is the fine for laughing at catfish? Fifty dollars. I'm mighty fond of them critters. All right. All right, I'll pay it. Let him out, too. Oh, no, you don't. I stand on my constitutional rights. I'm staying right here. Uh, 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 out you go, young fella. Okay, okay. When will I see you again, Steve Akins? That's easy. You'll see me again when a gentleman with horns and a tail knocks on your door and says, Miss Gateson, it's frozen over. <laughs> Come in. Hello, Steve. I couldn't wait for it to freeze over. Look, this is my room, and that ermine wrap you're wearing doesn't match the wallpaper. Things like that upset me. Well, shall I remove the wrap, or will you remove the wallpaper? Neither. If you're doing relief work, the slums are too blocky. Now, good night. <laughs> You'll have to throw me out. And sit down. I never wrestle with strangers. <laughs> what are you doing, dear? Sewing on a button? No, making a crazy quilt. <laughs> Here, darling, let me sew that. You? Well, why not? I'm really good at it. This I've got to see. Here's the button, here's the needle, and here's what every young girl should know about sewing. I won't need it. Well, you certainly look domestic. By the way, aren't, you, aren't we still engaged? After fashion. Well, in that case, come here. What are you going to do? Well, something that's done in the best engaged circles, known as a kiss. Not too late to back out. Are we still engaged? Yes. Well... I'm afraid that, this, well, our engagement can't go on. I, I, I see what you mean. I, I just want you to know I came here tonight to apologize for putting you in the freak tent. I'm truly sorry. Well, Tony, I'm, I'm sorry I was so nasty. You weren't nasty, Steve. Yes, I was. I was a perfect stinker. No, you weren't. Oh, yes, I was. Well, don't quit now. <laughs> I feel terrible. You lost your job because I let your paper get pooped. <laughs> That's food. Now, don't worry. I'll find something. Oh, well, I suppose I'd better be going. Yes, I think you'd better. Here, I finished sewing your button. Good job? Great. Couldn't have done better myself. I'm glad you like it. Now, put them back on before you catch cold. Put what back on? Your trousers. Good night, Steve. Yipe! I forgot what I was sewing the button on. <laughs> well, just cast your eyes on this button, Canavan. 
You ever see any better sewing? Now listen, Steve. Look, the thread goes right Steve, through the will hole. will you forget the button and listen? I've got a surprise for you. And she never stuck herself once. What do you think of that? I think you're nuts. Oh. But you're a lucky boy, Steve. You've got a swell girl and a swell job. You're darn right I got a swell girl. You're darn right I got a... Huh? What job? You're rehired and promoted to city editor. Finley quit and you're taking over. Is this on the level? Oh, my word of honor. Nuts to that. Is this on the level? <laughs> Yes, my boy, I'm giving you a job. Take a look at the door of Findlay's office. Go ahead, read it. Stephen Layton, city editor. Well, I'll be... This isn't like you, Canavan. Your mother's the only person you ever gave anything to. And that was a hot foot. I know you've got the stuff, Steve. That Gateson thing was just a bum break. You certainly made it tough for me, Marty. Tough? Yeah, and I gotta convince myself that you're not a heel. <laughs> Always kidding, Steve. Well, go on and go on in. Get acquainted with the furniture. Okay, but I don't believe it. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. How do you like that guy? Let me give my mother a hot foot. <laughs> At that, I'll bet she'd jump about three feet. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. Congratulations, Mr. Layton. Oh, hello. How'd you get in here? I sneaked in. I wanted to be the first to wish you luck on the new job. Like the flowers on your desk? Sure. Wait a minute. What's wrong? There's a peculiar smell in the air. How did you find out about this job so fast? Well, I... I knew it. You cooked it up yourself. Well, why not? After all, it's my fault you were fired. My father had his own stock in the paper, and I told him how clever you were, and he said that... That's enough. The deal's off, Tony. Oh, but Steve... Skip it. Nobody can buy me a job. Now, please, Steve. I was only trying to uh, straighten things out again. Did I do it wrong? In a big way. Just because your old man is a millionaire, you think you can buy anything in the world. Well, I'm not for sale. My career isn't for sale. From now on, you forget you ever met me. Goodbye and good luck with your next train seal. Steve. Here, our engagement's over. Take back your old button. <laughs> I'll drink up, Johnson. Sort of crowding it, aren't you, kid? Just a sentimental gesture. Celebrating the story of my life with 25 drinks. Okay, two more beers, Mike. Okay. Yes, sir. For 25 years, I was a clown. For two minutes, I was a city editor. I'm back to normal. Fascinating, isn't it? Oh, see. Well, well, little Miss Muppet, pull up a tuffet and sit down. They told me I'd find you here. Say, you... aren't you Tony Gateson? Yes. Uh, Steve, all I ask is that you listen for... Hey, to... fellas, look who's here. Tony Gateson, the answer to Morgan Thor's prayer. I'm sorry, boys, I'm sorry. I didn't come here to give an interview. I came here to get one with Mr. Layton. And I may need your help. This place is getting too ritzy. I think I'll try the free lunch at the Stork Club. Hold him, boys. Hey, what is this? What is this? Mr. Layton, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Now, let go of me, young man. Don't you think Tony Gateson's a human being? Why don't you treat her like one? When are you going to start acting like one yourself? Ganging up on me, eh? A fine bunch of friends. When are you going to forget her money? Is it her fault she's rich? Maybe not, but... When did you first realize you loved her? When the judge put us... Never mind. Do you remember the time you kissed her? Take it easy now. We're, we're surrounded. When are you going to kiss her again? Now, Tony, please. When are you going to kiss her again? Right now. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, 
Be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.